Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. Tom, baby. We're booksmen. Yeah. And but not this week. This week, this week we're cinema men. Cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I read the book, uh, the interview with the vampire, mm-hmm. and uh, I told Tom all about it, and Tom was like, well, I just got to see this to believe it. Yeah. And he went out and bought a, a, a laser disc of the film, <laughs> the interview with the vampire, the vampire chronicles. That was one of those big laser disc uh, movies, huh? Probably. You, d- this movie was successful. Oh, yeah. I think it was like, especially for an R-rated movie at the time, I think it was a pretty big uh, deal. Yeah, and I think the screenplay, I was reading an unrelated book about movies. I was reading an unreleased version of the screenplay. No, the screenplay was kicking around for like uh, over like 15 years in, in oh, Hollywood. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, the book was 77, right? And yeah. the movie was 94, so... Yeah. So what did the book you read uh, say? What it was that finally kicked this over the the, I think the finish it, line? I think it was. Uh, I think they mentioned One of them that took, took interest to to illustrate how powerful Tom Cruise was in the industry. That he was the one who could finally get it made. Yeah. So uh, Thomas uh, Cruise Maypother is. Uh, I mean, he launched the dark universe. With the mummy, he launched a whole what a, what a, a whole cinematic universe of movies. That's yeah. how powerful the man is. And those movies were no joke. They were scary. They were very scary. I All remember, of them were terrifying. I remember walking out of The Invisible Man starring Johnny Depp, literally quaking in my boots. To say nothing of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde starring uh, Russell Crowe. And who played Mr. Hyde? <laughs> Tim. I didn't even realize until I looked it up on IMDb afterwards, but it was also Russell Crowe. Holy shit. That's That's like a clumps moment for him, huh? Yeah, that's how uh, good he was on screen, that you couldn't even tell it was the same guy. Wow. Tom, let's talk uh, turkey. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah. Are you going to eat turkey? Sure. I sure as hell am. (sighs) Okay. I would like to try tofurkey. Now, since you're a vegetarian, do you the people try and shove tofurkey on you? No, I always say, and this is only I think the fourth year, that third you've been year a that I've been a vegetarian, mm-hmm. and like people are like, oh, what should we make? It's like I'll just eat sides. I just want to eat sides. Don't make anything. I'll weird. just have a can of cranberry sauce, please. <laughs> But, uh, you know, people are like, oh, do we need to buy a a Satan? It's like, nope, just... Keep Satan out of it. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, for Christ's sake. (laughs) For Satan's sake. (laughs) Uh, Um, Yeah. I would like to try... I'm very curious about what a tofurkey tastes like. It tastes like fucking tofu. It's fine. But tofu doesn't taste like anything unless you give it something to take the taste of. Yeah, so it's... it's I eat a lot of... Tofu, um, uh, <laughs> I wish, uh, tofu general sauce chicken from the Chinese place. You know what? It, it, I do too. Yeah. And do you find it varies if they've drained the tofu pro- properly? Here's what you want to do with mm. tofu you want to drain it, then you want to freeze it, mm. then you want to thaw it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that gets all like, 
that gets even more of the of mo- moisture yeah. out of it. So it really gets the consistency, like the chewiness of, uh, of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had it from a handful of different places, not many, but there's a place near me that does it like real, like it, it's so crispy and good that I, I look. Nobody's going to, nobody's ordering from like a local Chinese fast food restaurant because of the quality of the chicken. Right. <laughs> so I'll happily eat tofu, uh, General So's rice and not uh, have to worry about like spitting cartilage out. While exactly. I'm yeah. I just don't like when I it want feels like fried something. Sugar. Sauce. Exactly. <laughs> some fried, some deep fried stuff that, yeah. that they're going to put that. Horrible, delicious yeah. sugar sauce on. Yeah, I just have this this one place near me, and it seems like they just bought a thing of tofu mm. and like oh. cut it into cubes. Didn't drain it. Yeah. Didn't do anything with it, and just like immediately breaded it and put it into the deep fryer. Mm-hmm. So all the the breading with the delicious the delicious breading yeah. with the delicious uh, oh, sugar it sauce like on it off. just slides off, yeah. and you just feel like an asshole just eating that because it's like yeah, yeah i know this is the good part but i need something inside to right. have something to chew on for a little bit i should order uh from the chinese place near here one time and let you try some of this uh hey tom let's have a feast back. let's uh let's do that for thanksgiving next <laughs> okay. week we'll just you ignore and I... our other obligations yeah and we'll eat the general so's we'll go to the so restaurant food. and eat well, that's that's a bridge too far. I mean, it's not even like a restaurant; it's like a counter with like two tabletops, but harsh fluorescent lighting. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's extremely harsh. Uh, but yeah, I'm and you know I'm gonna buy a fucking tofurkey. I don't care. All right, do they even sell them, or is it just a sitcom? I see, joke? No, I see them at the supermarket in the freezer section. Really? Yeah, I like to. Sh- I'm curious, but yeah, sides. Look, I love turkey. I I actually think we should eat more turkey like turkey's not presented as an option nearly as often as i think it should be turkeys should not exist in the in the state that they're in yeah so we've kill fucked, them and we've eat them fucked with turkeys so much we've fucked with their evolution <laughs> that they can barely walk around not they're, the wild turkeys they're begging you to kill them i've never had a wild turkey mm. i would like to eat one though i would mm. yeah that the hell with turkeys <laughs> Uh, anyway, why did we start talking about? Oh, because we're talking turkey. Yeah, we're talking turkey. But yeah, sides are good. Boy, I can't wait for Thanksgiving food, huh? Yeah. It's good stuff. I just, uh, you know what I did? Uh, I, I, I requested them pearl onions. Oh, man. God damn, do I love the curl. Those things are so good. Creamed onions. I'm excited about, uh, string bean casserole. That's good. Potatoes. Taters. I like stuff with other stuff on top. I yeah. like the yams with the uh with oh, the, the marshmallow. marshmallows on top. Yeah. I like the green bean casserole with the fried onions yeah. on top. Now you're talking. Yeah, put gross stuff on the top of healthy stuff. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they also add a lot of butter so the healthy stuff isn't healthy even if now you just it's eat that part. For yeah. You. Yeah. Um what was the other thing I was thinking about that I really like eating? Oh, Brussels sprouts. I knew it was going to be Brussels yeah. sprouts. God, I love Brussels sprouts so much. I had a Brussels sprout salad the other day. Mm. Shaved Brussels sprouts. I didn't even know they could shave a Brussels sprout. 
Tom, they're doing wonderful things with razors these days. It's delicious. Anyway, I watch a little movie called Interview with a Vampire this week, and I'm going to tell you about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know what? You're driving the ship. I'm not going to. The movie starts you. off with an interview, so right away you're getting your money's worth. Right okay. away you're You like, listened to me when I told you about the book, right? <laughs> right, but sometimes they change things when, a, okay. when they turn a book into a movie. Uh, and this was an instance where they didn't. They were like, look, people are coming for an interview with a vampire. They better see give, an interview with a vampire. A, yeah, right up top, the interview begins. And guess who the interviewer is? Uh, Ethan Hawke. Christian Slater. Rider not, not too far off. Christian uh, Slater. You know who it was supposed to be? Who? River Phoenix. Oh, I think I did know that. So it's him, and he's interviewing Brad Pitt as Louis. The vampire. Does, do, do you know his name is Louis from the beginning? They call him Louis, yeah. In the beginning? Yeah. It's like, I told you this, it's like a reveal in the book. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and then he revealed his name to the young man who was taken aback. Yeah, and it's not like his name was Dracula, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, it's Yeah, it's Dracula. the same guy from the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Um, So he's in her, and it's like, wow, Hunks interviewing Hunks, huh? Yeah, this 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 movie is hunks on hunks. I feel like Christian Slater's hunkdom has really uh, fallen. dissipated. Yeah, and like he looks great. Like he looks like watching this like in I'm, in current day. Yeah, what is he in, Mister Robot? He's in Mister Robot, and like watching this, like he's younger. But I was like, I oh, like. I mean, he looks like that still. He's one of those guys like Brad Pitt, I think, and Tom Cruise even, where it's like. They got older, they've aged, but they haven't, they don't look like a different person, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when people get older, like, I don't know, they look like a different person. Like, I feel like some parts get older before others, or some parts keep growing and other parts stop growing. Yeah, I'm trying See, to like, think of a good example of that. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Everybody yeah. knows what you mean. <laughs> sure. No need for an example. <laughs> um, they're in like this, uh, I think it's an apartment in the East Village. And I'm like, hey, I, I live in New York City. Wait, who? Brad Pitt and and the interviewer, Christian Slater. It's Christian Slater's apartment. Oh, in the book? It's San Francisco. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I think it was New York. It might have been San Francisco. Okay. I wasn't paying attention. You weren't um, paying attention. You took copious notes. Yeah, I know. But I, there are parts during this movie where things like- There are parts during this book where I was just like, what? I don't yeah. know. I got the gist of this, I think, but like, you're doing a bad job describing this. Well, and in this, I feel like there were parts that were like glossed over where I was like, did they gloss over that or did I miss? Sometimes it's like one line will explain something yeah. and it's never referenced again. Um, like, did they mention one time that there were vampires? And you were <laughs> like, did they say they were va- They're sucking blood. They yeah. must be vampires, right? I'm not sure though. Uh, but Christian Slater says to Brad Pitt, he's like, you followed me here, didn't you? And it's like, yeah, you're both in the place. Of course he followed you here. How else did he find mm. the place? I think Christian Slayer says he works for a campus newspaper. Hmm. Okay. Which doesn't sound right because he's too old to be a college student. He could be a grad student. But it might be one of those things where I wasn't listening and I also don't get like <laughs> I like that your complaint <laughs> about the movie is like, maybe I wasn't no, listening. No, not that I wasn't listening, that I didn't hear it. Uh-huh. Um 
I feel like the sound mix on this movie was not great. Do you just listen out of your TV speakers? No, I got a sound bar. Do you have a sound bar? Yeah. Oh, nice. But I also think one of the problems with with this whole movie and the whole genre of vampire movies is every actor, doesn't matter how nice a vampire teeth they have, they talk like they've got Halloween vampire teeth. <laughs> so it's like, hello, hi. Yes, I'm the vampire. That, that seems like of. a big deal. <laughs> It is a big deal, and every time I watch yeah, one of these it things, like I they should have fucking re, like done some ADR on some stuff. There are some scenes where they definitely did ADR. Like I could notice, like no, that uh, it's not exactly matching up with their lips, mm. and it must have been just somebody got sick of like it. Sounds like he's got Halloween vampire teeth, and we got to get him in to re-record these lines. Um. So yeah, y- you know. I don't understand, and this is a problem with the book, too. He doesn't demonstrate up top like, oh, no, he does. He does demonstrate. He moves real quick. Okay. And then he's like, oh, shit, I guess you're telling me the truth. Like, he you know, moves like the Flash where he just, like, appears in different areas. Um, Oh, he looks like shit. Brad Pitt? Yeah. He's all veiny, and he's got long fingernails and, like, a ponytail. You know, in an in- Entertainment Weekly interview in September 2001, he revealed that he had a miserable experience while making this film. He recalled the discomfort of the makeup, colored contacts, and particularly filming in an enclosed dark indoor area. He tried to get out of it by calling David Geffen. And David Geffen was like, sure, you can get out of it for $40 million. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, never mind. Um, so he starts telling him his story. You know, like in the book, his family died and he's got like a death wish. He tries to get shot playing poker. Lestat sees him. Um, then he he's uh, he's Lestat sees him, but he doesn't see Lestat. Lestat's played by Tom Mapar. Um, and he like goes uh, after he tries to get shot during a poker game. He goes off with a quote unquote whore. Um, and the the pimp is following him. Okay. What year is this? 1790s. Okay. 1780s maybe. Okay. Um the pimp like robs him, like puts a knife up to him. And you know, as this is happening, Lestat comes in is like, "Ah, vampire." And you know, sucks the pimp's blood and sucks the the whore's blood and like Brad Pitt just like faints. But I think it's supposed to be like he's drunk and he passes out kind of. But it's like mm. a very like, nah, I think this would make somebody not faint <laughs> if all this like somebody puts a knife up to his neck and he's like, and just faints. <laughs> it's just like a convenient fake faint. Um, and he wakes up. Tom Cruise sucks his blood and he flies, sucks on his neck. Wait, so Brad Pitt doesn't have his whole thing with his brother who's religious and all that stuff? No, no brother in this movie. Okay, all right. Uh, Streamlining things. Yeah. Nicely done. Anne Rice wrote the screenplay, I believe. Oh, did she? I think so. But I think it was rewritten by the director. Oh, okay. Uh, he's Tom Cruise says to him, do you still want death or have you tasted enough? Which reminded me of Home Alone. Oh, yeah, you guys give up or you're thirsty for more. <laughs> right. I think this was a parody <laughs> of Home Alone a little bit. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see what other Home Alone parodies they have. <laughs> what other references they have. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, then uh, I guess it's like off screen, but he's like, nah, I want to, you know, I, I don't want to die. And then he goes and watches a sunrise. Uh, Lestat's like, I'll make you a vampire. Go check out the sunrise though. Cause you ain't, you, you're it's not going to be seeing time, that yeah, for a while. That happens in the book. And then after that's done, he sucks his blood again. Yeah. And then he's like, do you want to be a vampire? I'm like, we went through this already. He wants this to happens a- in the book so many times. It's like, yes, we know yeah, what's happening. Yeah, This is what I wondered what would happen. If a vampire is biting you, sucking your blood, if you just go like, ah, and bite him back, then you could become a vampire, right? No, it's very complicated. Oh. I didn't really understand how it happened. It's, it's not just if you drink vampire blood, then you become a vampire? No, it's more complicated than Stupid. that. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Cruise doesn't explain anything to Brad Pitt. He's just like, you want to do, you, do, do you want eternal life or whatever? He's like, yeah. And he just starts dripping blood in his mouth, and, and Brad Pitt's like drinking it. It's like, he didn't even say if this is part of it. <laughs> it Brad Pitt and uh, like, ew, you t- what are you doing that for? Ew, no, I'm the devil. You just have to sign this contract. <laughs> ew, gross. Uh, so Drinking he, blood? He he offers Brad Pitt his uh, wrist. Like he, he, he's right. got this real gross like thimble thing on his thumb that he can like, he presses into flesh and it's just like very sharp. So he does that to himself and then lets Brad, and Brad Pitt is like yummy, yummy in my tummy sucks the hell out of this guy's wrist. Oh, wow. He loves it. It must taste like so good. Cause he's just like, Oh, oh, oh. must be delicious. Vampire blood barks root beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and back then they didn't have barks root beer. So yeah. imagine tasting that when it's like, like your blood has bite. What is that? Yeah, I'm drink. I'm used to drinking, you know, well water. Yeah, and booze. Yeah, this this tastes great. Uh, piss. <laughs> I didn't drink piss. Sometimes though. I had to drink piss. Uh, he immediately transforms into a vampire. Like his eyes change. He grows fangs. What are I, the special effects like? They're not bad. They're of their time, but they're not bad. Like he's pretty stationary when it happens, so I feel like it's pretty much just a transition of like, all right, stand still, okay. Now we'll get a shot of you once we put the makeup on and everything, and we'll just wipe. Right. I mean, this came out after the black or white video. Right. <laughs> what this this came out uh, ninety four the same year as Wood Woodstock ninety four. It did okay. according to my math. Um. After he transforms, he goes, now look at the world with your vampire eyes. And Brad Pitt- Vampires. Nah, it doesn't work. Never mind. Brad Pitt, like, he looks at a statue nearby, like, you know, one of these graveyard statues of, like, an angel. And it looks back at him. It's got, like, you know, a real face. Like, it's moving a little bit. And he's telling Christian Slater about this, and and he's like, "I, I can't describe what it was like. But then he does. <laughs> He's just like that happens in the book all the time. It's like uh, you'll never. Uh, I could never put this into words. But now six pages of me describing some bullshit. Yeah, he's like, I can't describe what it was like having vampire eyes. And he's like, the statues would move and they would look at me. It's like, yeah, we just saw that happen. And then I'm thinking, like, that sucks. 
you, things just look like they're coming to life. That's Ooh, not a. But then you like live in Toy Story, maybe. I don't know, but like it's not really but, happening. But, uh, but Toy Story didn't really happen either, Tom. But imagine having your own personal Toy Story at your home every night. But I don't think it's like things come and play with them. I think it's just like statues look at them. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and then also, are you? At some point, right, you're seeing things in his story that he's Yeah, telling. yeah. No, just in that one instance. Like, the vampire eyes never come up again. Right, but, like, you're seeing things. Do you also have to have a voiceover where he's explaining it to Christian Slater? It's like, can we just assume that he, t- he told Christian Slater about that? He could have gotten away with, I couldn't, des- because he says, I couldn't describe it to you. And I'm like, sure you can. It's just statues look at you. And then he says, statues would look at me. It's like, oh, well, all right, there you go. If you said, I can't describe it to you, then I'm going to assume, like, statues looking at you is just the tip of the iceberg. Other yeah. crazy shit's going on that they can't even film yet. Right. Um, he asks Tom Cruise, like, hey, the, what are the rules? And he's like, he, similar to the book, he's like, no, garlic's fine, whatever. And he's like, what about crucifixes? And he goes, I'm quite fond of looking at crucifixes. Is a weird thing. Yeah, to nobody's say. fond of it. Yeah. It either kills you or it doesn't, but nobody <laughs> likes it. Uh, I'm. I don't like. Uh, oh, it, but you tell. He's like, what about sleeping in a coffin? He's like, yeah, that's true. And they go and sleep in, in their coffins. I don't think sleeping in a coffin would be that bad. Uh, Just gonna put that out there. The air would get uh, oh, a little yeah. squirrely. Yeah. What about a coffin with like a like one of, like a computer fan built into it? Yeah, Just I mean that wouldn't be that bad. I don't know. I I feel like it would restrict movement a little bit more than I'd prefer, and I'd also be afraid that somebody's going to put a padlock on. That it. would mostly be what I'd be afraid of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dave Navarro does it, and I try to do <laughs> all the things. And that he Dave married did. Carmen Electra. Yeah. Did they get a double wide coffin? Did we talk about this? <laughs> We might have talked about this like 10 years ago. What happened when he married Carmen Electra? Did he give up the coffin life or did... I have a feeling he might not have been truthful about sleeping in that coffin every night. You think he lied to MTV Cribs? You think like Dave Navarro is still sleeping in a coffin? I don't know. He's like 60 now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But at the time, he's also not sleeping next to Carmen Electra anymore. Yeah. Well, then he's probably like, you know what? I'm just going to get Tempur-Pedic at this point. What's Carmen Electra up to? Good question. Hey, Siri, what's Carmen Electra <laughs> up to? Um, everybody who gets their neck bitten in this movie has like an orgasm. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. This is what I didn't like about the book, just the whole sensual nature of it. Yeah, it's too is this s- movie very sensual? Oh, my God. This movie's so sensual. It's disgusting. <laughs> But then Lestat catches a rat at dinner and just like pours his blood into a glass. And I thought I was going to throw up watching it, Uh, even though the rat is like very obviously uh, fake. It's still too gross. How's how's Tommy Cruise in this movie? Is he he selling it? Is he having a good time? He's good. And it reminded me that like I can only think of off the top of my head this movie and Collateral where he plays a bad guy. Magnolia. I've never seen it. Wow. But um, 
But like he plays such a good bad guy. Yeah, I think it just comes natural to him. I think he realized like, oh, I'm showing a little too much of my yeah. true color here. I got to lay off playing <laughs> bad guys because he's phenomenal as Lestat. <laughs> like you believe it a hundred percent. They go to some fancy party and they lure away like a, a woman, like a rich old woman. And her son, because it's like, ah, this woman killed her husband and blamed a slave for it. And the slave guy kills. This is a bad woman and son. Uh, We can kill them. It's fine. But then Brad Pitt, like, can't do it. So he just uh, kills both of her dogs, just sucks the blood out of her poodles. And it's like, well, that's... Nah, kill this bad lady. You got yeah. It. Those poodles are nice. They didn't do nothing to anybody. Yeah, they're just two nice dogs. It's Is Brad like, Pitt rich in this movie? Yeah, he has okay. the plantation. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like, oh, come on. That's not a way to endear. Oh, he, look, he's a good character. He refuses to kill this rich woman who got a slave killed to cover up her crime. Yeah, but- Instead, he just kills two poor defenseless dogs. Uh, Tom Cruise comes over and he's like, what the hell are you doing? It just snaps her neck. Uh, and then they have a little bit of a fight. Uh, Lestat does the gross thimble thing. Uh, and then they show like a lot of slaves getting fished out of the stream. And it's like, Tom Cruise is doing that. Tom Cruise says he comes from Paris, but he doesn't have an accent, which is weird. Um, and like fucking Brad Pitt is being such a downer about everything. You're just like, oh, this is hell. This is torture. And it's like. Already? Yeah. Huh? He's like a month into this, maybe. Not even. Maybe only a few weeks. And it's yeah. like, well, you know what? Guess dude? what? There's eternity, you, you freak. Well, and also, like, two weeks ago, you were trying to kill yourself. You were trying to get killed. You can go back to that if you want. Yeah, have an open mind. <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't know. You want to die. And instead, you're like, no, you know what? Instead of dying, I'll just live forever instead. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Here's the thing that really pissed me <laughs> off about uh, Brad Pitt or uh, Louis in the book. Uh-huh. It's like, you don't know what it's like to be immortal. It's a curse. It's terrible. So fucking go out in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, just end it. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, it's immortal. You're not like... You're not that immortal. If 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 you fuck up and and a little bit of sun uh, touches yeah, you, you, you turn may, into you dust. You miss the last train. You're gonna turn into dust. Yeah. So uh, just do that. You 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 cry yeah. baby freak. Yeah. Otherwise, shut the hell up. Yeah. Uh, the Lestat warns him, or he's like, you know, the slaves in your plantation, they all know what's up. Like they see that. Like mm. we don't eat anything. We don't drink anything. Uh, you know, our dinners are sent away, and I'm like, why don't they do what I did when I was a kid, which was you put the food in your pocket and go to the bathroom and flush it down the toilet. Yeah, I think the slaves are looking in to see if they they're, they're checking chewing. the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I ask you this? Yeah. Is Lestat's elderly dad in? Nope. The... Okay, cool. Never even mentioned. Uh, Luis. Uh, one of the the like slave in the house that's like uh like the the maid or whatever uh like tries to warn him tries to warn louis is like hey uh everybody else is uh caught wind of this whole deal here uh i kind of like you so i'm warning you the two of you should get out of town and he's like okay thanks ah and then sucks her blood yeah kills her 
It's like, well, what a dickhead thing to Vampires do. Vampires are dickheads, man. Yeah. And then he's, and then like uh, the slaves all come to burn the house down, and he kicks open the door. He's got her dead body in his arms, and he's like, I'm a monster. And then he takes one of the torches and starts laying the house on fire. I'm like, why? I don't, again, I don't understand, like, if the slaves are coming to kill you and you kick open the door and you have a slave in your arms that you've just killed, why is that stopping them? <laughs> why aren't they like, I knew it. Let's get double em. get them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of stupid. Uh, and like Lest- uh, Brad Pitt's like kind of trying to kill himself in the fire. But all of a sudden, Lestat crashed through the window like he's goddamn Batman. Which I'm sure was... Uh... A prerequisite in Tom Cruise's. Uh, well, I was wondering. I was trying to take a look. Like, is that really Tom here? Because I want to see more stunts from him. Yeah, Tom. I mean, yeah, I think you were right. You famously said you think Tom Cruise is trying to kill himself on film. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just trying to crash through all <laughs> things in every movie. Brad Pitt fucking faints again. Yeah, he got the vapors. <laughs> Uh, so Lestat, uh, you know, takes Does him Does Brad away. Pitt speak with a French accent? No, none okay. of them speak with any right. kind of accent. Like, they speak a little, like, stuffy, but not an accent. Mm. Um. Just generic old-time upscale. Yeah, just kind of a, yeah. like, well, I don't know what you mean, sir. Yeah. Um, uh, they're back at Lestat's place. Lestat bites a lady's boob, or booby. Uh, and Is there she, nudity in this film? Not yet, but she starts. She's like all into it until she like looks down and sees all the blood. And she's like, "Oh, you bit my my booby." She doesn't say it, but you know her scream says it. She doesn't say it in old time. <laughs> you bit my booby. <laughs> You've taken. Uh, I can't think of old timey. You know, you got halfway there. <laughs> <isn't> it? booby. <laughs> uh. And they have like a big fight because Brad Pitt's like, you just kill her already. And she's like, what? No, don't kill me. <laughs> and and Brad and Tom Cruise is like, I'm not going to do it. You have to put her out of her misery. And she's like, guys, please don't do any yeah. of this. Tom Cruise throws her in a coffin for a minute and sits on the coffin. She's freaking out. Then he opens up the coffin. He's like, psych. Just kidding about the coffin, but then he bites her neck. This is at the plantation, or is this after they left? This is after they left the plantation. Did they burn down the plantation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So they're at a they're at a hotel in New Orleans. Yeah. Louis runs away, uh, and somebody's like, "Hey, don't go that way. That's where the plague is." He's like, "Can't get the plague. I'm a vampire." Uh, And he finds like, "You're a vampire." (laughs) He finds Kiki. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, she's with her dead mom's body, and her mm-hmm. mom looks like hell. Uh, he, Tom, you're telling this as if I didn't tell you this exact story. I know. Story. I'm, I'm getting through it. Okay, I'm, okay, I'm okay. going to go through all this stuff quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, he bites Kiki. Tom Cruise comes, dances with the dead mom, which, oh, which is pretty fucked yeah. up. Um uh oh and tom cruise brings brad back to show hey kiki's alive uh and then uh brad won't make her a vampire so tom cruise like fine i'll do it and then she sucks the hell out of his wrist you thought bradley pitt sucked his yeah in the book she's a monster yeah and he gets mad he's like stop it um and then there's another um people uh, have so many emotions in this book and movie, it sounds like, 
that I just have no basis for. It's like <laughs> yeah. people get mad at things. It's like, would they get mad at this? Well, I don't know. This situation is so dumb anyway that they're in. <laughs> and also, like, I don't think this should make sense, but maybe it does make sense. Like, why did you let this little girl suck your blood if you're going to get mad if she sucks too much blood? Yeah. And you why are you getting this mad about it? Why don't you just take your wrist away? Yeah, or... and also, like, is she going to kill you if she sucks too much of your yeah, blood? Yeah, all this, all this, ugh. Uh, there's another uh, Michael Jackson's black or white video style morph oh, I thought of Kiki. Some Michael Jackson cameo. No, of Kiki becoming a vampire. Can I tell you? What? We are lucky we didn't get a Michael Jackson cameo in Home Alone 2. I mean, I would have preferred it, but imagine there were cameos <laughs> from the two greatest monsters of uh, the 20th and 21st century. Who's the other great monster? Home Alone 2 cameo. Think about it. Oh, Donald Trump. Um, so uh, she gets like adult teeth during her morph. Jesus. It's a weird looking thing where I'm like, her teeth change? Like all the teeth changed? Like it looked almost like she went from baby Because they had to put teeth. Halloween teeth in. Yeah, I They guess. couldn't just put fangs in. Yeah. Because like her little girl teeth look like what her teeth look like now. Mm. Like the same style teeth, you know, the style I teeth. I mean, she, she was has. 12 when they filmed it. Yeah. So those were her adult teeth. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was just that when they gave her vampire teeth, they gave her like the all new teeth. Like the teeth look completely different. I feel like they, it sounds like they struggled with the teeth on this. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's, that's the, the first w- thing you got to get right. That's the one special effect I could get right. It's like, Nah, all you need is these two teeth. Just make them into fangs. You don't yeah. have to put a whole bunch of new teeth in. Eh, I can figure out how to do that. So that's one of the weird. Oh, let me just say, uh, also her hair turns curly oh, during that morph. Curly not morph. not explain why that happens, but yeah, curly Sue style, like very tight curls. Um, these vampires, Tim, not only have like the the fangs in the regular. Like their teeth going all the way back are like fangs, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, because maybe, uh, maybe I was wrong. I noticed when they would bite people, I'm like, there's like a set of teeth marks there. It looks like a regular person just bit them. Mm. Uh, but then later on in the movie, I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, like the teeth behind the other teeth, they're the normal fang teeth. You're what do you call these? Bicuspids? Sure. Canines? Uh, canines yeah i think that's what it is uh like the ones behind them are fangs too i was Uh like oh they got like a regular fang mouth going on here uh the rest like or not the rest but for a while it's like very um similar to the book where it's you know the whole like daughter weirdness going on um I don't understand regular why. my two dad situation. Yeah. Paul Reiser, Stacy Keenan. They show them like sleeping in coffins and stuff, and like she sleeps in Louis's coffin. She like gets right. out of bed. Mm-hmm. Why don't they wear pajamas while they're in the coffins? They're oh. still wearing like the stuffy normal clothes. That can't be comfortable. No, and that has nothing to do with being a vampire. Yeah. Just put some pajamas on. Maybe the uh, wardrobe budget was uh, was slim on this. Maybe. Uh, um, they could only buy very fancy clothes for them. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, well, silk pajamas, which is what they would be well, wearing. Like, I mean, Kiki gets out of her coffin, goes into Brad Pitt's coffin. 
she's wearing like a ball gown <laughs> and Brad Pitt's wearing like a three piece suit. There's no way those are comfortable to sleep. Yeah. Um, uh, well, the sleep of the undead, man. They it's can do true. It's true. Uh, there's a lot of just like Kiki being weird. She's checking out a naked lady. Then she eats the naked lady. Louis says, you see rats. She, oh, Louis. Wait, she eats the naked lady? Or sucks the blood. <laughs> okay. <It's> like, <laughs> this didn't happen in the book. Louis says, you see rats. And she's like, you see rats. He's like, that was a long time ago. But they never explain what he's eating now. Humans. He, we don't see it really. Uh, Anytime it does happen, he's like incredibly conflicted about it. Uh, so it's like, well, what is he doing to stay alive? Maybe it's like cows and chickens and stuff. They don't show it, so I yeah. don't know. Uh, she gets real mad at one point uh, that she's been made a vampire. It's when she realizes, like, oh, I'm not getting older. I'm, you know, I don't know how old she's supposed to be at that point, but she's supposed to be an adult, but she still looks like she's 12. She cuts her hair and it grows back instantly. And I'm like, that's a great way to make money. Oh, you can yeah. make wigs. It's a regular gift of the Magi, yeah. except it'll work out great for you. Exactly. You uh, can have the combs and your hair. Yeah. Uh, Louis tells her, you know, yeah, we made you a vampire. You were young, so you're not going to age. Um she didn't know she was a vampire? She All knew right, she right. was a vampire, but she didn't like, remember yeah, how she I got made. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been in the book, too. What, uh, I have this quote written down. I forget 100% the context, but um, uh, uh, Lestat says to her, I hope it's a beautiful woman with endowments you'll never possess. <laughs> what a sick burn. Yeah. Uh, he said shit like that there in the book, too. Well, and so then it's after that that she does the old uh, tricking him into drinking dead blood thing and then slits his throat. Yeah. It's pretty graphic. And then they throw him in the swamp. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, come on. Did... That didn't work when you did it in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Why is it going <laughs> to work in the movie? Um, and then they cut, like, they both moved to Paris or whatever. Or this is before they moved to Paris. But, um,. She spends her day. She spends her nights like at the library, like trying to figure out like what. Yeah. Like nobody can give me answers about what we are, how this happened, what the rules are. I'm gonna try and find answers, and they like have a montage of her doing that. And I'm wondering, like, what the hell does Louis do all night? <laughs> he just kind of, I think he just mopes around the house. So at least she's, you know, trying she's to better herself. herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, there's a uh, the doorbell rings. And Louis gets the door, and there's nobody there. So you think it's a ring and run, but it's not. It's a ring and vampire. Ah, uh, I like how they've streamlined stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have this whole musician guy. You remember the musician guy? Yeah, that that was it sent there, and he nowhere. talked about it. But like, he showed up one night afterwards, yeah. and that's when Lestat came. No, they just hey. Fucking Lestat came back. This yeah, he just came back. Here. Yeah, Lestat came back. He couldn't stay away. He came to the door the very next day. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's where Anne Rice got the idea? <laughs> I think so. The cat came back. <laughs> uh, they burn him like they should have done in the first place, uh, and then they hop on a ship to Paris. Um, and here I realized that, like, it kind of is a cool idea that they're vampires and they're like, we don't know what the hell 
how, the rules are. What the rules are, where we came from, how this yeah. happened, if there are others like us. So they go to Paris, try and find. Wait, they go to Paris first? Yeah. Okay, so in the book, they remember they went around Europe for a little while. Yeah, they no, found, they go like, like straight. The, the, the kind of dumb vampires who are just kind of like the walking dead. Yeah, that, that doesn't yeah. happen here. Mm. They, they go right to Paris. And now, you know, a few decades have passed, and it's pretty cool because uh, Brad Pitt starts dressing like a magician. <laughs> Ooh. He's walking around Paris with all all black with a white shirt, but a black cape, a black top hat. He's got white gloves and a little uh, black bow tie. He looks like a great magician. He's wow. just walking around. I'd love to see a Brad Pitt magician movie. <laughs> Because you know he'd study magic for a while. And yeah, try to, get real good at oh, it. Oh, that's you know, fucking Tom Cruise magician movie. He'd be like, no, I need to do everything Cut myself. Cut me in half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the vampire, another vampire is following him, and he turns around, and he like mirrors him, and then the vampire is like going to reveal he's a vampire by like, he's like under a little bridge, like a little <laughs> walkway, and he's going to do the whole like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm dancing a little bit. Yep. I'm going to dance up the walls and onto the ceiling. He goes to the wall and there's like, he's very obviously like waiting for the room to turn so he can uh, go on the wall. But like, this he, is pre-Jamiroquai. They didn't figure out all this stuff. Yeah. He goes up to the wall and all of a sudden the camera starts getting the hell shaken out of it. <laughs> it's like the worst wall walking effect I've ever seen. <laughs> Like you they didn't need to take two. The camera, the camera just—it's a locked-off shot, but the camera's like violently shaking for no reason. As this guy, it's one as, of the famous Parisian earthquakes. Yeah, as this guy in a locked-off shot is going from the floor, walking up the wall, but for some reason the camera's shaking. Um, and then the guy stops, and guess who shows up? Armando. Oh yeah, who guess, plays Armando? Tim. Did you thought when Christian Bale, not Christian, Christian Slater, Christian Slater showed up with Bradley Pitt, they couldn't get any more hunks. Then Tom Cruise shows up, and you're like, "Holy hell, there's too many hunks for the movie." Then Armando shows up, and it's none other than Antonio Banderas. What the hell, really? Yeah, and you're like, "This movie has too many hunks." Yeah, I'm about it's to gonna throw collapse. Up. And then collapse you, under its own hunk and weight. And what do you do to balance it out? Put a 12-year-old girl in it? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, <laughs> uh, but Antonio Banderas in this looks exactly like Corey Feldman <laughs> because of the like long hair and makeup and just kind of like how he's carrying himself. No, brother. <laughs> um, and he like clues him in like, yeah, there are other vampires. And... Th- you don't see the conversation. There's just voiceover of like him, of Brad Pitt taking Kiki to the vampire play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're up in the box seat. Or like the play's going on. And oh, I laughed so hard. Brad Pitt, uh, when like the, the guy, the dancing vampire comes out, the dancing vampire is playing a vampire on in the play. Right. So he's dressed like a stereotypical vampire and he's sucking people's blood for fake uh, in the play. Brad Pitt leans over to Kirsten Dunst and goes, that's the one, that's the vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, that's a vampire. 
<laughs> it's borderline offensive, this <laughs> vampire portrayal. In the, you yeah. should be like, yeah, uh, there's a lot of stereotypes happening in here. Yeah, I was really hoping that like the shot stayed there for an extra second. You saw Kirsten Dunn's roll her eyes like, yeah, of course it's a vampire. Um, oh, and, and this is just like a real shitty play. Like it just there's no story, but everybody's eating it up. Everybody's applauding like crazy. Yeah, uh, it's real dumb. And it's like a. You, I feel like there's not like a time lapse. Like we're seeing the play in real time and it's a seven minute long play. How long is this film? Two hours. It's okay. pretty long yeah. for the time. Um, oh, but the play in real time is very short. Yeah, it's like a seven minute, mm. like just a series of like two vignettes. Uh, they bring a lady out. Uh, they take off all her clothes. You get to see her naked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the it, book, it was uh, her clothes were removed against her will. Is that the case in the in the movie? They like start to do that, but then Antonio Banderas comes out and like just kind of. I guess he like glamours her, but they never explain that mm. because like he like slowly reaches to like undo her top, like uh, and she lets him, and then like sh- he holds out her arms, his arms. And she like runs into his arms and hugs him like, oh, he's going to save me. When it's like, yo, I don't know if you've noticed, but this guy also looks like a goddamn vampire. <laughs> I don't think this guy's here to save you. Um, and then he, he sucks her blood and then everybody else sucks her blood. And then everybody else in the play, every, all the rest of the audience is like, <laughs> they just leave silently. This audience that before was eating everything up. Um uh, Antonio brings brings them backstage to the green room, which is actually like a crypt underneath because they're vampires. Right, right. Uh, his tracks. And he's like, uh, here's this boy. Suck his blood. And this boy's <laughs> already got so many vampire bites all I over his body. I hated the way they talked about this boy in, the, in yeah. the book. He's got so many bites. And Brad Pitt is just like, yeah, I'll take a nibble. And like goes to bite his wrist, and he see, and he's about to suck where there's already vampire bites. And he gives a look like Ugh, gross, and like turns the wrist over to get like a. It's like that's what's gross. Uh, they leave, but then uh, for some dumb reason, Brad Pitt's because of this, he's thinking about how he wronged Lestat, uh, and that's when the guy's like, ah, "I can read your mind," uh, and there's one rule: don't kill other vampires. Then there's just like a lot of stuff. Kiki tells Brad Pitt like, "Oh, Armando wants you." Uh, blah blah blah. The the homoeroticism in this movie that is not acted on is mm. insane. We're just like, I don't understand why these guys aren't just kissing, and because it's like not. Like that was the case not, in the book, man. Yeah, it's know. not like it's alluded to or like, oh, there's an undercurrent of this. It's like, no, everybody's talking about you want him. He wants you. Yeah. It's like, well, what do they want? I think it means they want to fuck him. And why don't they just do that? There's nothing saying that that's in any way prevented. This is my question in the book. Yeah. It's like, well, what, what do you want? And is it like. And just go for it. Is it like, oh. Back in the 1800s, 
homosexuality was frowned upon. So it was being a vampire. Yeah, so it was sleeping in a coffin and living in a crypt. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have been and fine. And murdering people, feeding on them in the middle yeah. of the night. They could be like, well, we got away with sucking that guy's blood. Surely nobody will see if we make out for a little bit here. Yeah. Well, we murdered 100 people in the first three months of the year. Yeah. Uh, I think we could deal with the social stigma <laughs> if somebody sees us kiss. Yeah. It, it it like gets to the point with Armando where it's just like, this is insane. This is just like flirting and it, like not even flirting, just like open. It's so horny. This movie is just like unbelievably sensual, horny. Sensual, but nobody huh? has sex in this entire movie. It's crazy. Um, we find out that Kiki can't make vampires. She's not strong enough. Okay. Uh, she wants to make this lady a vampire because she's like, you want to go be with Armando. He wants you and the you doll want maker. Him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you Who want plays him, a doll maker? Just some lady. She has like two lines before mm. she gets killed. Yeah. Um, they don't make her a vampire. They try to. Like Brad Pitt's like, fine, I'll make her a vampire. And uh, but he he hates it. He's like, this is, but this is gonna be it for us. Then, like after this, I you, I'm not giving you anything. I don't want anything from you. Um. They bite with their whole mouths. Oh, Kiki, uh, I remember this being like controversial at the time. She kisses Brad Pitt. 18 years her senior at the time. Well, and not only that, she's 12 years old. She's a child. Yeah. Although when it happens, like it's very clearly staged in a way where like she puts her hand like between the camera and like you can, and like it's half a second where it's like, oh, that's like, the kind of kid like if you saw somebody kiss their their son or daughter that way you'd be like well that's a little weird but but you wouldn't be like you wouldn't call child protective services that's the thing with uh it's not like an open mouth kiss or anything sometimes a story needs to needs to have something happen in it right yeah that you're like yeah i don't want them to have to do this on a movie set yeah and i'm all I'm all fine with them, like, cutting to something or filming it in a way that's obvious. It's like, wait, they didn't kiss in real life. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm not going to I'm not gonna write to the, the, <laughs> the studio, studio and just be like, hey, in the story, a, a, a child, but it's really an adult in a child's body, mm. is kissing an adult. Uh, why didn't you make the kid really <laughs> kiss the adult and make them go through it I've in noticed, real life? I've noticed the 25th anniversary edition, this this mistake is still made. Hopefully by the 30th anniversary, you have the technology where yeah, I can sometimes, see this happen. Yeah, sometimes things happen and it's like, okay, it makes me more comfortable. I know it happens in the story, yeah, yeah. but I don't need to see it overtly. No, and like I, when it, I, I didn't expect it to happen. When I saw it, I was like, oh, I remember this was like a, you know, a weird thing. This is a yeah. controversy. But in fairness to them, like her hand is put up so like on the side of his face so that you don't see their lips meet. But that when she comes down, like, it's like their lips aren't even like pursed or whatever. It's basically like she puts her lips on top of his lips, closed mouth, both of them for like half a second before the vampires burst in. So it was, mm. I was like, whoa, oh, okay, good. I didn't, they didn't actually like really. Oh, thank kiss. God. <laughs> um, 
They take her. You know people that like kiss their parents on the mouth? No, I don't think so. I've you cut know them all what? out of my That's, life. Uh, it's not cool. They'll <laughs> uh, tell me who that is. <laughs> yeah, you'll you as soon as I tell you, you'll be like, oh, oh yeah, of course. Uh, they the vampires put Kiki and the doll maker in a well, and they put Brad Pitt in a coffin and and put a brick wall in front of it, which seems bad. Um, the sun comes out while they're in the well. That happens in the book, right? They what? I'm sorry. The sun comes out while they're hidden in the well, while they're trapped in the well. That's what kills them. Uh, who? Uh, Kiki and the doll maker. No, uh, Louis just goes into a room and sees the dust on the floor. Okay. Yeah. In, in this, we actually like see it happen. That's good because that's yeah. some action. Yeah, it's yeah. like pretty horrific. But also, they're wearing like these big 1800 style dresses. I'm like, oh, you can like hide under that dress. Yeah. I don't really know what the rules of the sun like, are yeah how how uh how much of a barrier needs to be between yeah. you and sunlight but these are like you know those big like hoop skirt dresses where yeah it's like, oh you could like pop your arms out of that and just like put it over your head I yeah think you could probably wait it out armando goes and digs brad up he goes and finds the ashes and he's like oh you've done it he burns the place down like the next morning, and he's got a one of the, one of the scythe. Is that what they're called? Like the Grim yeah, Reaper yeah. has. And he's just like cutting mfers in half. Um, and I'm wondering, I'm like, they're all asleep in their coffin. They don't have like somebody. It's like, well, you got to stay up and like make sure people don't come no to burn this place down. Bell on the coffin or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Uh, he kills like all these guys. And then Armand, then he's like, he runs outside, but dawn's happening. He's like, ah, oh, damn it. I didn't think about this. All of a sudden, a carriage with tinted windows pulls up. It's Armando. Wow. And he saves Brad Pitt. Rolling in style, Antonio Banderas. And then there's like a full minute of them like talking and moving with their lips like half an inch from each other, like they're about to kiss. Just kiss. That I'm screaming at the screen, just kiss. This is insane. Why aren't you just kissing when obviously that's what you guys want to do? And and you're just like talking in all this erotic like, well, but there's something I can never have that I lust for. And your lips are centimeters away. Just ugh. Uh, then he, he moves back to America and he goes to like one of those really crappy, like, uh, one of those like movie theaters where they show the train, the video of the, the film of the train coming. <laughs> right. Right. But it's... in this, it's a film of, uh, the sun rising ah. and he's like, Oh man, a sunrise. I haven't seen one of those in a while. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, you kind of still haven't. This is like a pretty poor quality, black and white 10 frame per second movie of it. But I guess it's something. But then we progress through time and we see more movies that he sees. And the final one is uh, is Superman. And he's watching Superman fly. He must have enjoyed this part. Yeah, I was like, hey, even even Louis likes uh, uh, Richard Donner's Superman. <laughs> uh, but it's like, I don't know, it's weird because, oh, I guess it's the sky. Because it's a shot of Superman like flying over the earth. And he's like, and finally... The, the blue that I've missed so much. And I guess he doesn't see blue skies, I guess. Mm. Yeah, uh, of course. Because I'm thinking like, you've never seen Earth from space. That's not what you miss. <laughs> um, 
Uh, he smells old death walking home, and he goes through into an old creepy house, and that's where Lestat is. Also, hey, Tom, mm-hmm. do you think there's some sort of irony there that um, uh, Louis cannot go out into the sunlight and Superman derives his power from Earth's yellow sun? Huh. Yeah, it makes you think. Huh? Yeah. Huh? You think he was watching that and thinking like, oh, no. This isn't real, is it? He's the opposite of Superman. Yeah. But I mean, like Brad Pitt, you know, in the 70s and 80s, like he he's only watching TV at night. There are no VCRs or anything. So oh, yeah. he's just catching reruns of stuff. He yeah. doesn't know. He could be like, oh, shit, there's He thinks Superman. Nick at night is the real, <laughs> real channel. TV. And meanwhile, there's this whole Nickelodeon during the day that he doesn't know he about. doesn't even know about. And he's and probably not- Saturday nights, he's like, Snick. What is what is happening here? This isn't in black and white. Yeah, why do they have all these kids on? Yeah, there? this is a this is Nickelodeon. I don't want to see kids. Yeah, um, as he's like talking to Lestat, Lestat's like old and decrepit in a corner. But there's one of those things where I'm like, did they say why this is? Because I can't really tell. Yeah, that was like that in the book. Yeah, too. and then for no reason. A helicopter comes like within ten feet and shines a bright light in a searchlight, and Lestat's and like, Tom Cruise fucking commandeers it and flies <laughs> no, through the I mountains. Wish. Oh. But Tom Cruise is like, ah, the light, and and Louis's like, no, it's false light, dummy. Like that can't hurt you. And then the helicopter goes away. I'm like, what the hell was that helicopter? That was like a police helicopter. That came within feet, and I'm like, oh, it's like the anti-vampire squad. Like, we're about to, some shit's about to go down, and maybe Tom Cruise will commandeer that that helicopter. Doesn't happen. No explanation mm. why a police helicopter flew down to, like, ground level and shone a spotlight into this old house and then flew away. What? Is very weird. Uh, then we cut back to present day. Uh, Christian Slater is like, wow, what a great story. Make me a vampire. (laughs) Exactly. That was in the book. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, were you not listening to me, you dummy? And then, uh, he, he's like, no, 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 it's great. I want to be a vampire too. Brad Pitt like grabs him by the throat and pushes him up to the ceiling. He's like, is this what you want? Immediately after that happens, Christian Slater is like, (laughs) like grabs his stuff and runs out. Jumps in the car. Wait, he, he doesn't uh, suck his blood? No. Okay, in the book he sucks his oh, blood. Oh, so he jumps in the car, and he's got like an old like 1957 like mint condition uh, like Chevy convertible for no reason other than I think it's just like, a, like hey, you should have a cool car. Yeah, it's a 1965 Ford Mustang. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, and he's driving away. He's like, "Woo, that was a close one." It's like, "Well, you asked him to do that, and then you got scared off at the first sign." Uh, he pops one of the tapes in one of the interview tapes. Uh, <laughs> as he's listening to the tape, he says to himself, "Somebody changed my shorts. This is good stuff." <laughs> really? Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was like change, it, change his, his shorts, shorts because he shit his pants because he got so scared, no, or change his shorts because he came in his pants. He came in his pants, so but he wants somebody else to change his shorts for him. Just I do it yourself, man. <laughs> yeah, somebody. somebody. <laughs> I'm gonna try and work that into everyday life from now on. When something good happens, I'm gonna say somebody changed my <laughs> shorts. This is good stuff. 
<laughs> after I see a movie I like or something, <laughs> as the lights are coming out, somebody changed my shorts. <laughs> um, who? Who are you asking to do this? Uh, but guess what? Guess who's in the back seat? Mm, the stat. Mm. And guess what he does? Mm, sucks his blood. Uh. He sucks his blood as he's like driving over. Oh, he was in San Francisco as he's driving over the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Oh wow, you you took a journey. Yeah, I'm like, how did he get to the Golden Gate Bridge so quick? Yeah, I guess he was in San Francisco. Uh, and now that I'm thinking about the exterior and looking out the windows, obviously San Francisco and not the East Village. I don't know why I thought it was the East Village. Um, and so he like sucks his blood, but like we don't see if he kills him or makes him a vampire, but. Tom Cruise immediately like looks better, looks like his old self. And he says like, ah, I feel better already. And he starts driving the car. Then guess what? He's like, this is boring. And the tape, uh, actually, this is a good moment. Cause he's like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I've been listening to this guy whine for 200 years. I'm like, yeah, it feels like the same for me. And then he's like, how about something else? Changes over the radio to sympathy for the devil. Oh, but not the version you're thinking of, Tim. The GNR version. Whoa! Guns and Roses. So this isn't your grandpa's vampire. This is a new '90s vampire. That's funny. I was going to suggest. I was looking up on Spotify. Did he? Uh, did it end with? And I was gonna. I the only thing I could come up with was running with the devil. <laughs> yeah. And I was gonna play that on Spotify. But they did something even more on the nose. <laughs> right. And they also did the uh, the shot you've seen a million times of as somebody's driving over the Golden Gate Bridge, they pan out from a helicopter shot as they like go around. Like, Please meet you. Don't you know my name? Uh, and then we fade to the credits. And that's the end of the interview. How did you feel about it? It was all right. It kind of Should I watch it? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Like I What a cool way to end a movie that mostly takes place in the 1800s. Yeah, and I was like this isn't the version I know. I remember this. I didn't I had to spot uh Shazam it. Yeah, they do a lot more of this than they yeah. do in the original. Oh, wow. Double track vocals. Yeah, the angel and the devil singing all at once. Yeah. Uh, I think it was very faithful to the book. Like, yeah, it, it eliminated pretty. some stuff, but only in the sake of streamlining They streamlined things. it, and... Uh, I think the ending, I mean, the ending of the book, mm-hmm. uh, Louis sucks the blood of the interviewer mm-hmm. and refuses to make him a, a vampire. vampire. And then uh, the, uh, after creaming his jeans, <laughs> the or creaming his shorts, uh, the interviewer shorts. goes to find Lestat. Oh, okay. And like it ends with him being like, ah, I know his address. I'm gonna go find him. Oh, but so this, he's been th- turned into a vampire, or he's just dying? He 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 didn't die. You know, like they suck people's blood and don't kill them it's, in the book. You know what though? In the movie, it's like very unclear what the effects are. Like it seems like if somebody, if they even start sucking your blood, it's like 
you're also like poisoned, like it's like a snake bite where it's like, well, if you don't kill that person off, they're going to die. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like it's more merciful to just kill them right now instead of like let them slowly suffer. Mm. Well, but again, like the rules seem to change. It's yeah. it's one of those like, you know, and like uh, one of the things that always annoys me about like vampire movies and TV shows that it's like how quickly somebody becomes a vampire depends entirely on the storyline mm-hmm. of like, well, is it convenient for this person to immediately change or do we want to let them have a monologue and maybe like an entire day where they know they're doomed? Uh, and it's the same with this. Uh, two things. Mm-hmm. Number one, Oprah walked out of the premiere of this film. She thought there was too much blood. She's right. Like it. It was. She probably walked out when they were drinking the rat's blood. Yeah. And number two, Tom Cruise prepped for the role of Lestat by watching videos of lions attacking zebras in the wild. Mm. Now, do you think he did that? Uh, to prepare, or do you think he got caught doing that? Because that's what he <laughs> normally does. And he's like, "It's for the it's for the vampire movie that I'm in that I play the bad vampire." Somebody, in. somebody walked in on him watching the videos, going, ha, 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 "Great, <laughs> great stuff! Yeah, all right, yeah, you got him." Oh, it's for a role. <laughs> oh, hello, it's you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, out of ten stars, ten, ten being the worst. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Okay. Uh, it was very faithful to the book. Yeah. It was, I didn't it, like the book very much. Yeah. It was pretty gross. It was a great performance from Tom Cruise. Brad Pitt, I think, also did a good performance, but like his character is so just like whiny and like yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't like his character at all. That was my problem with the book, and it was like it's all in his voice, and I fucking hate his voice. Yeah. And it's like yeah. all of your problems were brought upon yourself. And you also... It's reading a self... Uh, 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 fucking... I don't know. Yeah, and, and all your problems were brought upon by yourself. And also, like, you're moping around all the time. And then you keep making similar mistakes. Just stop doing all the, the Take a walk in the sunlight. Yeah, it's so self-pitying. Yeah. And, and the whole narrative is driven by self-pity. It's like reading... Uh, uh, my favorite book, Triggered. It's just a self-pitying <laughs> ne- narrative. Next month's book do- by yeah. uh, Donald Trump Jr., Triggered. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's that. And then, you know, so many times it's like, all right, well, I found a really horrible murderer that got away with murder. We're going to suck her blood. And he's like, nah, I'm going to suck her dog's blood. Yeah. And then uh, I'm not going to kill murderers and stuff, but oh, this 12 year old who's crying at the footsteps at the foot of her Plague mother's dead corpse mother. yeah. saying, mama, please wake up, wake up. And I'll suck her blood. <laughs> it's like, no, how about you just suck bad people's blood and yeah. stop whining about everything instead of just like doing the worst thing in every situation. Yeah. I understand why Lestat got so fed up with him. If he could, if, he, if they should make a sequel, where they only go to uh, suck bad people's blood, and then the needle drop at the end is, and we got bad blood, and you know we got bad blood. Hey, bad blood. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's what it should be. I don't know if in the a, sequels have Louie. I, I know there are sequels with Lestat. I think Lestat's more of like the the main character in the books. I'm sure Louie pops up. If not, yeah, there are entire the books. books about not, not the movie. There yeah. hasn't been a sequel. No, right. there hasn't been a sequel. They could do it today with those two, and people would be like, yeah, they have an age today. Yeah. They still got veiny faces. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Any last? No, words? I was gonna say uh, next. We're not doing a vote for the next book. Yeah, because we're doing something of the moment. We're making an executive decision. We're using our veto power. Yeah, it's the last. Hey, it's the last uh, book of the year. We get to do what we want. Yeah, we should do. Okay, here's here's how I. And this is the first time I'm bringing it up to you. But what what's the next book we're gonna do? Oh, little women. Let me read your book, little women. Let me take a look in your book. Are you reading these? You're looking at the screen of your iPad as you're singing this. I wrote, I wrote a few words. Uh, we're going to read Little Women by uh, Louisa May Alcott. Yeah, because uh, Lady out. Bird made a movie of it. <laughs> uh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, and, uh, it, and it stars Midsommar <laughs> and Lady Bird. Oh, I didn't know Midsommar is in it. Yeah. I knew Emma Watson's in it. And so is Lady Bird in Midsommar. <laughs> okay. It's a star, and Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. A- America's favorite boy. The delicate boy. <laughs> America's most delicate boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> pulled this thing off. <laughs> yeah, th- this might not be recording. Tim just pulled everything down. Can uh, you check and see if it is recording? Oh, vamp. Uh yeah. Oh, oh well, what an appropriate episode to vamp during. <laughs> Tim is sucking my blood. <laughs> He's bitten my neck. Um, yeah, it's still recording. Uh, this will be the first chance too, where you will get to go to the movie theater to see a movie. Yeah, and guess what? I'm gonna go see the movie in the movie theater. I'll post uh, the theater and time that I'm going, and we can watch it together. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll do it. It'll be a big family. Maybe we'll, we'll li- rent out a theater. We'll live stream the movie from our phones. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You just watch Everybody it on Twitch. Everybody can watch with yeah. us on Twitch. Um, and then I think I think that'll bring us, depending on how many weeks, I think we should have a year and wrap up of, of all the books that we've done. Yeah, maybe. Then we'll hit 2020 on a, on a new, uh, with, with, with Triggered. <laughs> Triggered by Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Next week we start with, uh, you know, and it's a public domain book. I'm going to make an ebook so people can download it and follow along if they'd like. And if you look below or soon uh, in uh, in Patreon, we'll post the schedule so you can read yeah. along with this boring, boring book. Well, you don't know if it's boring yet. It seems boring. I, get it. I mean, Roy Orbison liked it. That's true. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for being patrons. Yes.